Abundance flows from an unlimited source. Abundance streams into your life in expected and unexpected ways. You are abundant. You are calm. You are centered. You are balanced. You are thinking clearly and acting consciously. You are feeling and healing. You are healing and growing. You are growing and changing. You are changing and transforming. I let go of trying to prove my worth. I release trying to be perfect to be loved. I relax into being me. I am worthy and lovable as I am. I am trusting myself, my choices, and my decisions. I am on the path of my highest good in each moment and at all times. I am enough. I was enough. I'll always be enough. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Curls Beat with Key. Of course, I'm Key, and happy Wednesday. Okay, so this particular episode is going to be in two parts. So you'll get one part this week and then you'll get the second part next week. And then, believe it or not, I already have a third part thought of. I'm just waiting on me and the guest to coordinate schedules to see when he's able to record. But today I want to talk about attachment styles. And I know I talk about attachment styles a lot. But the reason why I'm going back and we're talking about it again is this time last year I went viral on TikTok. And I don't know if y'all remember, I did this series about being anxiously attached and a white creator stole all of of my content off of my page, repurposed it, used the same words, the same story that I told, and she went triple viral. So me, I went viral, but I got like maybe like 100,000 views on the same video that she got within three days a million views on we're not gonna go into race too much on that but if you know how the algorithm is on tiktok you already know what that was about and uh, the hardest part about that was the fact that not only did somebody steal my content but they stole my story they stole my experiences and they used it for clout well that's not what i want to talk about today exactly what i want to talk about is the fact that I was so anxious because I was in a relationship with someone that triggered all of those attachment patterns inside of me. I don't have an anxious attachment style. When I took the quiz, I actually came up as disorganized. What disorganized is, is a person that is anxiously avoidant. So what happens is based off of how they're treated, that's how they respond to the situation. So in some cases, when men try to date me, I am extremely dismissive. I know y'all don't believe me, but I'm extremely dismissive. I run away from it. Uh, I be painting red flag. They don't be red. Sometimes the flags be pink and I paint them red so that I have an excuse to end the situation because it's frightening for me. But in other situations, depending on how I'm being treated, I am anxious. So I feel like I'm not enough. I feel like the person isn't into me like that. And I just wanted to tell y'all that majority of the time when you feel like that. Now, sometimes you can be in your head. But today, a year later, I'm not anxious anymore. And I haven't been anxiously attached now. It's been a while. I don't remember the last time that I felt those emotions that I felt. He was doing things like, you know, not responding to me consistently, going hours without texting me back, but posting on social media. Now, for some people, y'all don't care about that. But for me, your phone in your hand. And again, I don't know if y'all remember this part. If you're new here, 
I'm an only child. So I'm used to a certain level of attention, but sometimes people can't handle the level of attention that I need. Now, that don't mean I need you to sit on my phone all day. It's just, if you can scroll online, you can text me back. That's like my thought process. So the person that I was dating at the time, he didn't want to spend time with me. We stayed about an hour away from each other, and it was always an excuse why he didn't want to spend time. And at first, I was very, very empathetic and understanding of what he said his issues were. But then if you're telling me that you're having issues with your mental health, I have issues with mine. Like, you know, I have issues with depression. I'm very vulnerable on this show. I talk about it all the time. You know, I've lost a loved one to suicide. So in my heart, I always have a certain level of empathy for anybody that is dealing with mental health issues. But I've also realized that the more someone knows about you, sometimes the more they'll use that against you. Ladies, this is also a reason why it is not smart to talk about your last relationship to your new man or your new partner because they can hear all of these things and pretend not to be that person just for you to fall for them. In this particular case, anybody that's anybody, they know about how I feel about mental health awareness when it comes to men. So if you're telling me you're not in a good headspace, I'm going to do all that I can to make sure that you're comfortable, even if it makes me uncomfortable. Even if it means that I lack, if I have to deal with, you know, you neglecting me, that's that's how I used to be. At least if I have to deal with you neglecting me just for you to feel better, I was willing to do that because I know how it is to lose someone behind suicide. And I'll be honest, I think that partner that I had at that time, he took advantage of that and he used mental health a lot for the reasons that we didn't spend time. And I've always told y'all. I'm very transparent. We live an hour away. There is no reason that you should be dating someone exclusively and you have not seen them for months on hand and y'all live a, a hour y'all live an hour apart. Either somebody is living a double life <laughs> or it could be as simple as the person is just not that into you. A year later, and I'm going to tell you, I, I done did the been verified. Like I looked this man up. He's not married. He doesn't have any kids. He could have just not been into me like that. But it was a part of me that he liked and he liked the affirmations that I give y'all. He liked that. He liked the encouragement that I came with. He liked that. So it, it came with me just building him up. But in the end, he knew he wasn't attracted to me or he didn't like me like that. And he just held on to me. But once I cut the ties from the situation and I stopped because it was one of those things that kept going on going. And once I really left it and left it alone, I was able to identify that I was only anxiously attached because I was triggered. So with that being said, if you are feeling like you're not enough in a relationship and you have communicated that with your partner, you have communicate that, communicated that with whoever you are romantically involved with. Because, you know, some of us are in situationships. Me, personally, I have a problem with situationships. Reason being, I done been divorced. And divorce didn't hurt as bad as that man that really wasn't my man when we broke up. Like, I don't know what the, the science is behind that. But it's something about the people that you really ain't got no business crying over. Like, it, it just it puts you under the bed. The divorce didn't even do that to me. 
the relationship where I had to start all my life completely over and that helped me start this show, it didn't hurt me as bad as the situationships that I've been in within the last three years. So I'm kind of anti-situationships right now because it's just something about you breaking my heart and we're not together that just doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> it just doesn't. After experience, it just doesn't sit right with me. But, you know, a lot of people will start gaslighting you and making you feel like, oh, you're crazy or you're overreacting or you this or you that. Let me tell you this. Majority of the time it's not in your head, boo. They're just not that into you. And it's not an issue that someone isn't into you. Where the problem comes into play is when they drag you along and say the things that they have. They say to keep you in that box where you think that maybe it can work out. And I've talked about this before, breadcrumbing. Breadcrumbing is when someone gives you just enough, just enough to hold on to you and give you that hope that everything is going to be all right. Majority of the time, I can only speak from a feminine standpoint. I can't speak from any other areas, but I can say this. They hurt us the first time. They know exactly what we want. They know exactly what we're saying we're needing. They understand that. Are you feeling me? Are you understanding what I'm saying? They get it. They get it. But more than likely, you've already told this person, you know, I love you. I feel this way about you. And they know what to say. I've had men tell me they love me and they don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, or at least you can't really say because your experience is your experience. So I can't say that you don't love me. I'll just say that the actions for me have not spoken love. And that's a that's what my next episode is going to be about. So I'm not going to go too much into that. But the actions didn't feel like love to me. So to me, I didn't feel love. I didn't. And we know what it is when somebody's attracted to us. You know what it is when somebody feeling you like I had a particular situation happen where um, I was talking to this guy. I ain't even going to say dating because we ain't really go nowhere. I was talking to this guy. And he was the type of person that would ask me for pictures all of the time. But they weren't filthy pictures. They were more so like if I went out somewhere or if I did something or he would want to see my face every day. Like he was very interested in seeing me all of the time. So to go from that, somebody saying, don't forget to take pictures just to send it to me to dealing with somebody that never really mentions a picture at all or don't care if y'all FaceTime and don't care how often y'all see each other. And don't, you kind of can tell if somebody feeling you or not. This, this episode, the reason why I'm dropping this in February is because Valentine's Day is around the corner and I know a lot of us are tricks. <laughs> and what I mean by that, a lot of us women, <laughs> you go spend some money. So I'm trying to save y'all some money before it comes. If you're not feeling like you are appreciated already, there is no need to give somebody more of something that they do not appreciate already. Why would you shower somebody with more love if they don't want the love that you're already giving them? And that same love. Now, again, I'm going to say this until I'm blue in the face. I do not believe that self-love is a subst substitution to romance. I don't think so. I do not feel that you can just love yourself and you're going to be okay because we were meant to be 
in a community we were meant to be with other people that's why other people are on this earth so the feelings of loneliness that you feel those are natural and there's nothing wrong with you for feeling that so I'm not gonna say that but I am gonna say that that extra love that you're giving someone that doesn't appreciate the love that you're already giving baby you're wasting it because a lot of times the reason why you can't find your husband or you can't find your wife or they're not finding you is because why would God bless you with exactly what you want and you're entertaining what he's been trying to tell you to let go of the whole time? You don't have the space to receive it. So, of course, you're not going to get it. You don't have the space there until you give him the space to do what he wants to do in your life. You may have to wait a bit. And entertaining someone that doesn't love you the way that you love yourself or close to it because no one should love you exactly how you love yourself, but they should try. That's not healthy. Y'all don't know the amount of times that I lost sleep because of the guy that I was dating a year ago wasn't talking to me. And I just didn't understand why. I just, I mean, I mean my brain just couldn't wrap what it was that I was doing wrong when in reality it wasn't that I was doing anything wrong we were just not right and I think a lot of us need to accept that part of the equation just because it doesn't work with you and someone doesn't make them a bad person and it doesn't make you a bad person either you just could be not compatible or you like I said you could just be not someone's type where the issue comes in is when people start playing with your feelings but y'all thought I was going to leave it there. You thought I was just going to put the nah. the next issue is where you're not taking accountability for allowing them to do so. I'm pretty sure the signs were there. I'm pretty sure you know that it's not working out. That's why when you're listening to this episode right now, you feel attacked. And I'm not trying to attack you. I would never do that. This is a safe space. A lot of the stuff that I'm seeing a lot of the stuff that I do say on this show. Nah, I can't even say that. Majority of the stuff that I say on this show, I need to hear just as much as you do. I'm on social media. I'm the diary of key. Like a majority of this stuff is for me. But as I heal out loud, I'll help the next person. Yes, that person should not be playing with your feelings. But how long will you allow them to do so? How long will you allow someone to make you feel inadequate when you are more than enough? There's no one on this earth like you. God didn't make anyone, even twins. He didn't make anyone exactly alike. There's something about all of us that's different. And you mean to tell me that you're allowing yourself to feel like you're not worthy because one person just isn't into you a one person is not loving you the way that you deserve to be loved because here's the thing you could love me but if I don't feel it what good is that so if I'm constantly telling you that I don't feel appreciated if I'm constantly telling you that I don't feel loved no matter how much you love me, would you adjust it? Would you adjust the way that you love so that I feel it? 
Or would you just continue to do the same thing over and over again? What do they say about people that do the same thing over and over again? It's insanity. Because why are you doing the same thing expecting new results? It's insane. What's the difference in that and this? And what I mean by that, we can make all of these slogans and sayings fit everything until it's time for it to fit something that we don't want it to in our personal lives. Because being in a relationship or being in a situation with someone that has proven to you time after time after time that they were not capable of giving you what you need, but you continue to stay is a form of insanity. And and what did they offer you? I'm sorry. Y'all know I... Uh, I try so hard not to cuss on this show, but when it comes to apologies, like, I really feel like they're BS. Like, I don't, I really, I'm not an apology, <laughs> I'm not an apology type of person. That's another episode because I recently found out there's, there's something called apology styles. And when it comes to apology styles, there's a way that you like to be apologized to versus the way that you actually apologize. And just like love languages, a lot of us do not actually speak the same we apologize one way, but we expect people to come at us different. That's another show. That's another topic. I don't feel like getting into that right now. But I said all that to say, I told y'all last week to choose you. And I focused on, honestly, I didn't have a focal point. It was more so choosing yourself in all avenues of life, regardless of how that felt. I told you that. But I can't sit here and tell you to choose you and not come from the romantic aspect of it, especially with it being the month of love. So I'm going to talk to you about loving yourself and loving yourself is choosing yourself. I remember I had a conversation with someone a couple of months back. And this particular person, she was venting to me because her significant other. uh, He got caught cheating and this wasn't the first time he got caught cheating. This was like maybe the third or fourth time called Jean. And so if you know me, cheating is a non-negotiable for me. I ain't no coming back from that. I don't believe in coming back from that. But I'll never forget. I was having a conversation with her. And she told me she was like. It's the holiday time. And I'm thinking about taking him back because I just don't want to be alone. Y'all, I'm not that friend. When I say that, like, I give the best advice that I possibly can. But, like, I get frustrated at the same time because it's like, I just want to shake you after a minute. Because what the hell did you just say to me? Like, so, he embarrassed you. He hurt your feelings. He made you feel low. Lower than low. And because it is around Christmas time. You want to make it work because you don't want to be alone. Y'all, I was so mad. I, I stayed up all night because <laughs> it, it don't take much for me. I have insomnia, so it doesn't take much for me to stay up all night. But I was just like, how could she do this? Like, why would she do it? And I had a hard time processing it. I think I was more mad with the situation than she was. That's also why I try to mind my business. Like, I really try to mind my business because y'all not about to stop me from eating. So I try not to get too emotionally involved in other people's drama. But it was just like, and you know, some people will say, oh, she needs to love herself more. Um, 
that's not always the answer. Sometimes we just have attachment issues. And a lot of times we attach ourselves to people that are just not worthy of us being attached to. That does not mean you don't love yourself. That does not mean that. It's just... (sighs) Y'all... I don't even like <laughs> y'all. I was I'll get mad all over again. It's just I need us to stand up a little bit. Like, you know, stand up like the girl on TikTok said. We gotta do better. And we have to stop placing the blame so much on the men, but at the same time, don't allow these men to make you feel like you're delusional and it's something in your head that you don't don't do that either you got to have a balance (laughs) you have to have a balance i don't want you beating yourself up when you choose to walk away from a situation that's not beneficial you choose to walk away because it's the best thing for you to do don't beat yourself up about it don't do that because i wouldn't beat you up now i will say this i give tough love it's a couple of my friends that tell you straight up like my way of giving relationship advice you might not want to talk to me like you may not it's a tiktok video and i don't know if y'all ever seen this video before but this is an example of talking to me how it works like the video was talking about if you want to reach out to someone that you own non you know no contact with just think about the fact that you text him you miss him and he screenshots you and puts you in a group chat and say you know what it don't matter what I put this girl through she always come back and then his homeboys be like well what you do like what do you be doing that girl and he says I do the bare minimum and I just can't get rid of her now in this whole time you waiting on him to text you back after you said you missed him and he done text like a 20 person group chat and they ragging on you and they talking about you and they talking about the fact that they don't understand how he's able to be the man like that's what kind of friend I am but I'm also a hypocrite because (laughs) even though I am their friend I am sensitive and I cry and I don't too much like when people talk to me like that so with that being said I'm gonna always be transparent with y'all and I'm gonna always be real with y'all I'm kind of hypocrite a little bit I can't take the tough love and you probably shouldn't do stuff that you can't take but here (laughs) I'm working on it I'm a work in progress but let me wrap this up real quick if you have an anxious attachment style and right now you are on edge right now. You're wondering if you coming or going right now. You're wondering if your relationship is worth it you, right now. you, I want you to take some time. Really take some time. It ain't going to take that long. Take about a day. And really think this through. Because yes, some of it could be in your head. Or the person that you're fantasizing about is just not who you thought they were. One thing I could tell you about my ex, I loved him. But I don't know if I loved him. And this is as honest as I'm going to get with this. And I don't think I've ever said this out loud. So bear with me for a second while I process what I'm saying. I think I love the idea of what he represented. And what I mean by that was he showed me 
that I could move on from a relationship that I never thought I could move on from. And I think I loved the idea of that more than I loved him because he really didn't give me much to hold on to and he didn't give me much to attach to. But I also, just like so many of my listeners, I have attachment style, uh, attachment issue. Like I attach always to the wrong one. <laughs> so with that being said, I attached on to him and I attached on to what I thought we could be. But let's be honest, how in love could I be with a man that didn't spend no time with me? And how in love with a man could I be that didn't hardly text me back? Doesn't that sound like I was more in love with the idea than the actual man himself? Now, he was fly. He was fly as hell, actually. Now, I liked his style and he was, you know, my type. And I don't usually date my type. So he was cool. But when you took away his looks and you took away his clothes and you took away how sweet he was to me at times when he was love bombing. Cause he wasn't always like that. I cannot really tell you what I loved about him. That was not superficial because I loved the idea of him. And it's a lot of us that are in, in love with ideas of people. And when you really sit down and you think about it, baby, you crying and it ain't even worth it. So, this one was for the anxious girls. Save your money. Don't buy that man nothing for Valentine's Day. And if he got a problem, tell him that Key told you not to buy him nothing for Valentine's Day. Also, if that man does not buy you nothing for Valentine's Day. <sighs> Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Curls Feet with Key. So, follow the show on Instagram, on TikTok, and Twitter. You can follow, oh, Facebook too. You can follow me at MCS with Key. To follow me, the voice behind everything, you can follow me at the Diary of Key. And yeah, y'all take my advice and let me know how I go. Y'all don't ever like write me and be like, hey, Key, I was listening to you. Like, let me know if y'all be hearing me. Like, if, you know, you can relate or whatever. <laughs> Until next week, y'all.